and I feel I, that made me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Cuba, why'd you do it? Right. So if I you, said, apology you s- accepted. Right. <laughs> so here's the thing. When you get older and you're really hungover, you get this thing in your head where you go... Um, Oh man, I can't, I can't go out like I used to, you know. Like I, I can't drink like I used to. All that shit. I had an epiphany on this hungover morning. No one could ever fuck. You can never actually do that. What? You're never like okay. You all, whenever you drink a bunch, you always feel like shit after. But as you get older, you're like, oh man, I used to be able to do that. No, <laughs> I think it just happens more when you're older. Yes, you, you. you so maybe like, just because you're smarter, you're more cognizant of. This feels bad. Well, here's the thing. It's like when you're older, you have shit to do. Yes. When you're younger, you can just be hungover. Yeah. And just like kill time until you feel better and then you can go out again. When you're older, you're like, shit, I had my day planned. Yes. And now everything got fucked up. You, uh, it's gotten to the point with me where it's not, it's not the day that you wake up hungover and you're like, oh man, I'm, I've, I've gotten drunk. Fuck. <laughs> um, I, at the end of the night last night. Uh, we went to a uh, rock concert, and when the Uber <laughs> weird way to put it, we saw John Mayer. Yes, when the <laughs> when the Uber arrived at my uh, my apartment, there was just this fucking terrible feeling that was like, "All right, hot shot, it's all Let's over now." <laughs> and now you're you got to be up in however many hours, and you are gonna feel like hell. So go in there, fucking tough guy. You go to bed and. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very horrifying experience to be like to get wasted on a Sunday night and then like go home and be like, well, yes, now real reality kicks in. Do you know what maybe my worst Monday hangover was? I bet you can guess. Uh, Wine, actually. Wine, actually. That was (laughs) fucking terrible. And we drank like two bottles of wine each. Right. And screamed for four to five hours. (laughs) Was it, we were able to whittle it down to just two. Um, my favorite thing about that episode, we always say my favorite thing about that episode, then we say something else. My favorite thing about that episode is people immediately tweeting at us saying, like, actual movie is this long. Podcast about <laughs> yes. the movie is this long. Yeah, we like, I think we, I think we came close to matching the the running time. What is the running time for that movie? Is it a little over 2 hours? I think so. It we, has to be. It feels like 4. Yeah, we went for probably about two and a half hours and we lopped off. We like at some point we just fucking we were like all right, this it. is enough. <laughs> yeah. But there was more shit yeah. after that um of us just fucking melting the hell down. So we went to see John Mayer yesterday and I like when you're right, Pete. I that that is a that's a great concert experience. That is a great concert experience. It's a great great man, yes. great musician. Oh yeah, and uh, it was a it was a blast. It matched my expectations, which is they were high. So this is why I had a great time. Other than uh, we crushed brews and wine, we did a lot of wine. Yeah, oh yeah. By the way, quick little PSA. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say. I was gonna say everyone says don't mix beer and wine. Do it. I'm not going to say that, but uh, I mean, you can. <laughs> Absolutely, you can. We did. Uh, also, I pulled a great move last night. Uh, I was very self-conscious about drinking wine because I have that genetic, oh, yeah. genetic disorder yeah. in which 
if I drink wine, my entire face becomes red and yeah. my mouth just becomes like a goddamn disaster zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, open your mouth as wide as you can and just yeah, take it all in one all in one gulp. You didn't. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I drank like three glasses of wine just all down the hatch. Right. I, straight down the throat, one one sip, one one take. I've not seen you funnel a beer, but I've seen what apparently is the wine equivalent to that. You kind of made your jaw, like uh, you, you unhinge your jaw for a second, get in the right stance, uh, <laughs> have everyone back up a little bit, and you just, I don't think you tasted the wine. No, absolutely not. I, I think your mouth was, uh, so that's, that's the thing, you have to, your mouth can't know that you're drinking wine. Right. Because then it's going to react. You just have to put it all the way down your throat. My, uh, yeah. <laughs> my uh, favorite idea <laughs> was uh, if, I like the idea that no matter what, your mouth, a person who has that genetic thing, their mouth reacts if they have wine, no matter what. Yeah. So, like, if someone spills wine on your shirt or something, your fucking <laughs> face turns purple. So, I was saying it would be great if you could inject wine into, like, your arm or something. Jesus. And then your fucking mouth stills, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, these are a lot of the things that, that uh, we're not recommending you actually do. But yeah, probably um, not shoot wine in your bloodstream. That's yeah, a really bad idea. Probably not an amazing move. Um, but yeah, on the on the John Mayer front, I did not know. So I knew we were going, obviously, and I was excited to see him. I've seen him perform uh, a few times. I've seen him at concerts, but I've never been to a actual John Mayer concert. So I was excited to kind of knock that off the bucket list. And it was about an hour before the show. We were uh, we were putting down a six pack. And I said something to the effect, I was like, yeah, you know, my, like, I, oh, one of my friends was like, you know what, I never totally, totally got into John Mayer. And I was like, yeah, well, to be honest, I've listened to all his stuff, but my favorite, I, I like the John Mayer trio way more than I like anything else by him. You're like, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's what this is. And I did not know that it was him doing a regular set, him doing an acoustic set, and him having the trio there. With Pino Palladino, who's like a absolute goat bass player, I was that took me from hey, I'm going to a concert. This should be pretty cool. To I'm the most fucking excited for anything <laughs> I've ever been in my life. Yeah, it was uh, like that's like the big reason why I was like I fucking need to go to this concert because it was I've I've seen him do like the the separate stuff. I've never seen him do trio. Mm. Never seen him do full band and acoustic in the same night, right. which is awesome. So. Uh, that's why I was super excited, and I, as soon as I dropped the trio on you, you were like, holy shit, okay. Yeah, that was also the moment that I realized I was starting to catch a buzz, because then I just kept repeating, uh, wow, I, <laughs> I can't believe that he that he's going to be there. I'm so excited. Um, Got to give John Mayer credit on this front. Setless-wise, he just went out there and swung that dick. <laughs> it he was... It was a really, it was a, he played like a lot of hits, played like, it was almost like a greatest, it felt like a greatest hits concert, basically. Uh, but he left a lot on the table. So that's, that's what I mean when I say he swung that dick. Yeah. He's like, I've got a lot of songs. You guys like all these songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play a bunch of them. Uh, don't think that you're coming in here and listening and hearing uh, fucking waiting on the world to change. You're not going to hear daughters. He didn't do uh, no such thing, which you said he, Often doesn't play that? He often doesn't play that, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> um, I thought that he would do it just because it, it was Boston. Right. He wrote that here. He yeah. usually plays it here, but he 
doesn't always play it. I think that that's really fucking cool. I love one of one of the coolest things about going to a concert is if they're coming out for the encore and you you can't even venture a guess as to what they're going to do because there is between five and ten obvious yeah. choices. He came out for an encore and was why Georgia in the encore? Or was that right no. at the end of the like actual set? I think it was right at the end of the actual yeah. set. So the encore was he played uh um Wait, did, oh he only did one encore. He only did one, yeah, one encore and it was, and it was just, on the piano. Yes. And he did uh what was that? that fuck. What's that song called? It was off the one of the new waves. Yeah. So it was a new song yeah. and he played it as the encore, which is a wild move. It wasn't even like wasn't he, he so he didn't play helpless. He didn't play Oh like, yeah. He, I think, that's wild that he didn't play helpless. Yeah. So I the um Fuck! What's the what's the new song that he played? It was like the Toy Story one. Oh, you're gonna live forever. In yeah, me. you're yeah. gonna live forever in me. So that that was the song that he played on the piano to close it out, and that's a strange choice for for. A, I loved it. So I like it in the sense of like I'm gonna do this, and you're gonna fucking like it. Right, right. <laughs> so I thought that was like, that was a strange choice for an encore, but I like like the boldness of just being like fucking take it or leave it. Uh, when I saw Billy Joel at Chase Stadium, John Mayer was there. Shouts that guy. I've seen him in concert a few times. Um, so Billy Joel did the last concert at Chase Stadium. Quick side note: I'm pissed. He put the he, they announced they're doing. It was called the last play at Chase. Billy Joel closing it down, uh, and it was like an and guest sort of thing. So I was hype. Yeah. I bought tickets for me and my mom. That's right. Awesome Mother's Day gift. Hell Sometimes yeah. you just got to take your mom to fucking New York and see Billy Joel there. Oh, God, that was so much fun. I want to do that again. Um, so just a couple of gals out in the town seeing <laughs> Billy Joel. And that show sold out so quickly that they added a second one. Oh, no. But the second one was after the first one. Yeah. So I didn't get to see the fucking final actual show. final show. And so for the first show, he had, I mean, it was loaded. He had Tony Bennett, uh, John Mayer. Uh, John Mellencamp. Who else? He had some. He had a bunch of like le- legitimate. That's a dick move. If you're gonna add a second show, you add it the night before. Totally. You gotta you gotta reward the fucking people that yeah. that got those tickets. Uh, and of course, for the final for the second show, he brought out Paul McCartney. Ah. And they because the Beatles obviously played at Chase Stadium and they did this thing. But so at that show. He was playing all. He was playing all his hits. He brought like John Mayer came out and played. Uh, this is the time with him, and that was awesome. Uh, Tony Bennett sang "New York State of Mind." It was this great shit, and it was just kind of hit after hit after hit after hit. And he ended the show. His encore was. He just came out and played. He has a very short song. It's like a minute long, called "Souvenir," and it's just about going to a play and keeping whatever you're going to keep from it and the the last line of the song is every year is a souvenir that slowly fades away and it was kind of it was very much last night's thing reminded me of that just you're doing all this big shit and you're like you know what i'm gonna leave you with this i love that and it's cool to see john mayer just plunking out the tickle in the ivories (laughs) hitting the 88s uh yeah it was a good night i uh, had a lot of fun yeah had a little too many uh beverages yeah that's another thing about getting older is you kind of plan out which 
days you're going to drink, which day, you know, like this night, I'm going to, I'm going to take it easy this night. I'm going to go to this thing. I'm going to, this, this time I can drink this much. This time I won't drink that much. And all day yesterday I had this, who are you kidding thing in the back of my head that was like, you're both going to get fucking blackout. And we also, we also did that thing that we always do, which is get really drunk and then go to a bar and talk about sports. Yes. Fucking shameful. (laughs) I was, uh. I was actually thinking this morning, I don't know what it was, you had said, you said something, and it was sports related, it was like, a, you had like a very, you made a good point, and I was thinking this morning, what was that? Pete had said this, but I don't remember the rest of it, and then I got the great feeling, which is, oh, awesome, blackout stuff is in play, so maybe Pete and I will both forget that we fucking went and talked about sports for the fucking hour and a we half. We literally closed down the fours. Yeah, we went we, to the we were fours. We the only people. Drank they were... Bud Lights and talked about sports. <laughs> yes. And they were literally cleaning the bar around us yeah. as we sat there. That's a... I'm not ashamed. I mean, I'm, I'm not ashamed that I'm a fucking sports fan. I'm ashamed that I'm a guy a lot of times because, and I'll get to this, guys act like fucking creeps all the time. But... Uh, that's, I think that's so fucking interesting that when we get super fucking drunk, it just without fail. All right. Let's talk about sports. You see the game last <laughs> night? Well, it didn't help last night because the the Maple Leafs lost yeah. and gave the Bruins a huge favor. So yeah, by that kind of sparks a discussion. By, by talk about sports, it was just us sitting there for an hour and a half going, I can't believe they got the fucking Senators. <laughs> they, the Senators, though, man, they're... They're not good. Oh, no, they're not good. Yeah, they suck. Ah, yeah. They, yeah, they're not very good. Finding a way to rehash the same discussion over and over again. I would have loved if somebody came over and uh, was like, you guys are fucking sports writers. (laughs) This is your fucking thought process. This is how you. Not good. Yeah. If they're, especially if their best player is hurt. They're going to be even worse. <laughs> uh, just a couple of guys breaking down the big game. We didn't get spotted at all last night, which is a little surprising. Uh, we got spotted once. Really? Uh, actually, the tables were turned a little bit. So a lot of times if we're out together and someone comes up to us, uh, Pete always engages them first because I have my fucking head in the clouds. And so then I assume that Pete's talking to one of his friends and I'm doing the like, well, aren't you going to introduce me kind of thing? And that person's looking at me like, why are you being such a fucking psycho? How come only Pete's talking to me? Because I just think that you're talking to your friend. Um, so that happened last night. Uh, guy, Kevin. Oh, who, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he came over and I had seen him at a brewery a couple weeks ago. And he was like, hey, like, run into you again. And I was like, oh, yeah, how you doing? And we're chatting. And after, like, a minute, I had to do the same thing. Because if someone comes over to me and is like, hey, good to see you again, you don't know that that's right. a, somebody coming over and being like, hey, I listen to brunch. So I got to do the... Uh, <clears throat> oh, this is Pete. Oh, this <laughs> is Pete. And Obviously. Then, right. And then he got to do the, like, oh, well, of course. Yes. Um, yeah, but that's happened a couple times. That happened at Lollapalooza. It always happens to me. Where I'm the guy that, does that yes, always. Yeah, last night was not a good good night for social interactions on my part. Oh this yeah, didn't work out well all night. Yeah, uh, this was a hilarious thing. So before <laughs> the show, we went to my friend's apartment to just crush some some drinks, and one of my friends was leaving, 
and she gave me a hug goodbye, like normal, all right, see you later, good seeing you. And then she gestured to you, like, go fuck yourselves so, with, uh, good, which say, she, bye, Peter. Bye, Peter. And it wasn't a joke. No. It's, <laughs> so the juxtaposition, juxtaposition of it was the funniest part because she gave you a hug and was like, she was clearly being friendly. Yeah, she, she was, was like, she's like, bye, I love you, great yeah, to see yeah. you. And then, like, just complete seriousness washed over her face and was like, <laughs> Goodbye, Peter. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. And she gave me like a nice warm greeting when I when I yeah, got there. Oh, so the so, so like apparently over that hour I earned the R on the end of my name and just like just the v- goodbye. Yes. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Um also that was probably as close to a live show as we'll ever do. Because so we just went to to hang out with uh, a couple of my friends and it was just you and you and me just started drinking and breaking down the chain smokers. Yes. Like they weren't talking. It was just us basically doing an episode. That's happened before. We've d- we've done shows for like Uber drivers and shit like that. <laughs> Not received particularly well most of the time, but yes, we've that, tried it. Yes, that's why yeah, that's why we haven't done a live show yet because all we've we're still we're, working on our audience. Yes, exactly. We've uh we've we're trying out material and the the two to five person audiences and when you get kicked out of an uber because you, your show sucks right so we need to work on it yes um but fuck uh what else oh so i've got kind of a psa from friday so i was out with some of my friends and it was it was just it was me and like five or six girls all very pretty girls, all like in their twenties or whatever. Congrats, man! The type of no, I'm <laughs> the type of of girl that if you're a fucking creepy ass drunk guy at a bar, you're, you're a walking like, boner, right? You're like yes, you're like I'm gonna go and talk to these girls. <laughs> so basically, the PSA is don't, don't be that fucking creepy at a bar. I mean, we make fun of guys on this podcast all the time, but this was a moment where. You need to let, you need to explain it more because I'm a f- I'm I'm completely for dudes like shooting the oh, shot yeah, if yeah. they want to do it like God, yeah. be a fucking normal person about it. So a guy came over to uh, two of my friends in particular that I was speaking with, and he comes over with a fucking he's wearing a shitty suit. He's got a tie that seriously comes down to like just below his breasts, uh, not appropriate length, and he comes over. And he starts right off the bat. He was like, hey, no, I'm sorry. I'm saying, hey, I'm, I'm not trying to bug you guys too much. Uh, I'm just, I'm the gay guy in my friend group. So I just wanted to come over here and talk to you guys. Didn't for you a say bit. that he said, obviously, I'm the gay guy in my friend group? Yes. He was like, he was like, obviously, I'm the gay guy. And so that's he, a, that's a fucking weird ass line to drop. Cool opener, man. <laughs> so he's talking and he, if that's, if he was trying to hit on them, if he was trying to spit game, I was like, ugh, not not awesome. So eventually he says, uh, so obviously I'm I'm not really gay. And the, the kind of fucking cloak comes off. And I was like, why obviously? I can't I have no idea what the fuck you're trying to do right, right now. If you're trying to hit on these because he was just saying like weird shit. I can't even remember a single thing. Um and but, the, like the obviously I'm not gay is a fucking weird weird line because you 
can't always tell when somebody's gay. Yeah, there's no fucking proof of that. Right. And I think like the only appropriate time to drop like obviously I'm not gay is if you tell somebody that you're gay and then you're literally having sex with them. Right. And you're like boning a girl and you're like, well, obviously right. I'm not gay because my penis is in you. Right. So, so spoiler alert. At this point, he was not having sex yes, with these girls. so an inappropriate time to drop, obviously, I'm not gay. So he's like, obviously, I'm not gay. And then he said something about, uh, like, I'm winning some money here. Like, he had a bet going with his friends. I don't know. It was just basically like rapid fire, the 10 weirdest fucking things <laughs> yes. a guy could say. So, so maybe that's why he won money. Maybe he was like... They were like, maybe, hey, maybe hey, it was go, like a social experiment. Go, go over there and say like the ten most unattractive things that a, that could ever come out of a guy's mouth, right? And see if they don't punch you in the face, right? So he was trying to, and he's asking all these fucking questions, and both of these girls are like the, not to brag, I I know my way around a girl not being interested, <laughs> and it was just so fucking apparent that these girls were like. Not only am I not interested, I kind of hate you. Not so, only am I not interested, I'm five seconds away from calling the police. Right. So he's asking these questions. He's like, where are you from? And at one point he's like, where are you from? And I was like, Kansas. Please just <laughs> like, ugh. Uh, no, he was like, where do you guys live? Uh, and I was like, Kansas, dude. Go. <laughs> so eventually he leaves Eventually, it was one of those, okay, well, we're just going to keep kind of living our lives. If you could go do that with your friends, that'd be great. So uh, at this point, he'd also said, I'm going to bring some other guys over here now. And I was exactly like... exactly what you wanted. Right. More of them. Right. So I said, uh, no, oh, dude, no. sorry. You, can, like, you, you need to just go stand over there. And I was, I was doing the... Uh, I, I was I was killing him with kindness. I was like, you seem like a nice guy. Maybe a scotch overserved. I think we can both agree. Um, but yeah, they're not interested. Please leave him alone. So he goes back with his friends. And like you do, he, they were just standing there just fucking looking at us. Staring. For like 15 minutes. Not great. It's getting to closing time. And I'm fucking envisioning a scenario where I'm like... You're not a confrontational person. So. Yeah, like I, I'm like, there's multiple ways to skin a cat here, you know? Um... But I was also, it was starting to kind of boil up in me that this is why people get into fights at bars, you know? Like, this is why fucking punches are thrown. So, like a normal guy, he comes back over and just fucking dives right back in. So I was like, all right, uh, can I just talk to you for a second? And I I didn't take him aside because that sounds like I'm being a fucking tough guy. But, um, like, I, I took him aside and was like, my only priority is for these two girls to not be talking to you. <laughs> can, <laughs> I was like, can you just please walk away from us? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You seem, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so embarrassed. Hey, man, where are you from? I was like, no, we're not doing that anymore <laughs> either. Just please fucking go. So, what the fuck? So maybe that was a poorly told story, but uh, I'm pretty sure I'm still drunk right now. But the fucking PSA is... By all means, if you see a girl at a bar and you want to talk to them, go for it. But please be cognizant of be when no, you be are a person. Don't yeah. don't open with "Hey, I'm gay." If you're not gay, right? Don't try to fucking weasel your way in. Just be a dude. Just be a guy. Also, when the fuck does that work? When does I'm right. not gay psych trick ya? So now that I'm straight, you want to test out this heterosexual sex thing? Right. <laughs> I, how? 
How has that ever worked? If that has ever worked right. for that dude, which I'm, I'm assuming that it hasn't worked. But like, yeah. if it works once, that's all. It's, that's the one time that it's gonna work. Right. I've seen the, uh, I've seen the I have a significant other thing slash I don't in action. That's a toughie though because you can't tell if wait what like at the beginning of a conversation it's like I have a girlfriend. Yeah, like I have a girlfriend to basically be like not interested or like a, so or a girl saying i have a boyfriend and then you get to talking and they're like all right so i don't actually have a boyfriend that's tricky because you can't tell if they were telling the truth at the beginning and now they're like you know what i'm drinking i'm just <laughs> um or well, if I'm, they were just or if that's like a normal guard you put up right off right. the bat which i don't think is a bad move on no i mean like you just you just you just spent 10 minutes explaining how this guy was the creepiest dude in the world. Yeah. If a girl was like, I have a boyfriend when she doesn't, right. I'm not going to fucking falter because she doesn't want to talk to that creepy ass dude. Right. Also, I said to this guy, so he wasn't the only one lying. I said that I was dating them both. <laughs> Solid move. To try to get him away. I was, uh, he was like, uh, he did so- you say it at the same time or did you just kind of drop it in separate, separate sentences? No, he said something to the effect of, um, he, at some point he said something that was like painful in how he worded it, but he was basically like, I would like to have sex with one of you or something. <laughs> and I said, uh, I was like, well, that's not, that's not happening, man. And he was like, why not? And I, so I, I was like, uh, because this, that's my job. I, no, I, yeah, I was like, because this is my girlfriend and the other one's my ex-girlfriend. And he was like, wow, really? And I was like, sure, leave dude. <laughs> so again, PSA, it's it's not fucking... Don't be the worst. Yeah, don't be the worst. Guys, you have one fucking job. Ugh. So, that was a... Yeah, but that was like a... This is why... I've never gotten in a fight at a bar before. Shocker. Me neither. I've done every other dumb thing at a bar before, but... Pretty much. Actually, you know what? I don't think I've ever been tossed from a bar. If I... any of my friends listen to this, they're going to be like, yes, you fucking have. Yeah, but... it's like... I think that if I have... I can't remember, but if I have ever been tossed from a bar, I wouldn't be able to remember it. Right. So it doesn't count. <laughs> yes. So I, is now that I'm thinking about it, I've been denied entry to a bar. I don't think I've ever been thrown out of one. Uh, I'm not have you ever been denied entry to no, a bar? No, I was, a lot of this podcast is me pausing while deciding whether or not to make a joke. <laughs> and I always choose not to. And then I acknowledge that, that hey, I just paused yes. there because I was going to make a joke. Were you going to make a joke about like me not getting in because I'm 17 years old? Yes. But I was like, you know what? You make those jokes yourself. Yes. You, know? <laughs> you do that on your own time. I'm not going to shove that in your face. Um, I'm trying to think if I've been denied entry. I've definitely – I've ordered drinks for friends who <laughs> have been cut off at a bar. Oh, really? That's a fun time. Being like, hey, can I have uh, your best beer – yeah, and also uh, fucking like a Cape Cotter or something, and they're like, you can have the first drink. You're not getting the second one because it's for fucking her, and she's not drinking anymore. It's a good move. Bar stuff. I can't wait till we – we should just start a fucking Kickstarter for a bar. It wouldn't, wouldn't end well. we get like $4. We would have to hire someone to actually run it. Our guy Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Our guy Ryan. <laughs> right. Could be the make, manager. Make us money for this bar. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ryan, we would just put Ryan and Kathy in charge of the bar, and it would be awesome. Kathy would fucking drop a killer-ass sign. Yeah. I think people would actually go to it, and our job would just be to pick which music videos 
we're not right. we're not doing video today, but we uh we did put Kathy's art on the wall in the studio, and it looks amazing. It is fucking sick. It's... We've had it for about two months, yep. just sitting around, and this weekend finally decided, you know what, I'm gonna put the stuff on the wall, and it came out great. Yeah, it's basically a, it's a. I think you said it. It's kind of just like a shrine to Kathy's art. Yes. We look like the biggest Kathy fans, but we kind of are. Uh, I love it, though. You put it up. People were responding, saying which art's their favorite. Uh, that's actually a good question. Uh, Ryan Lambert had mentioned that the La La Land poster needs to be bigger because that's the best one. That's and it perfectly encap- encapsulates the uh, theme of the podcast, which yeah. I completely agree with. I think that the... So La La Land is an amazing one. That's that's a lot of people's favorite. That's Randy's favorite. Um, shouts Randy. He's our friend. Uh, I think the goals one is awesome because that's the only one that's actually a drawing of something. Yeah, it's like a real picture. There's actually a picture from Lollapalooza of, you know which one I'm talking about? Where, uh, <laughs> so I, I'm, this, I'm sure we talked about it at the time. But who fucking cares? You're listening. Um, we, uh, I'm making your fucking day right now. Um, I was doing a thing where I was drinking beer and I lifted up the beer really high and I poured it into my mouth. And it was like, I don't know, like maybe like a foot away from my face or something. The picture with the stranger? Right. So we took a picture of me doing that. And uh, it was really cool. Uh, you had the fish, le- the, fish eye lens. The, the fish eye lens going. And it was a really cool thing. It was a great picture. And uh, like we're all smiling, we're drinking beers. And then some fucking kid was like, hey, can I do that? <laughs> and so it was just a picture of us and a fucking stranger <laughs> that we don't know uh, pouring beer onto his face from as far up as he can make his arm go. <laughs> and that's, I think, and there's like a big, like, sea of people behind us. And like the sun may have been setting. It was just, it was an amazing picture. And I was thinking of just Turning asking, that into like a poster. Yeah, just asking Kathy to fucking draw that because the would La Palooza. Would we cut out the boy? What's that? Would we cut out the boy? Oh, no. Okay. That's, I like that. That's an iconic thing. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, yeah, I, I Friend like of the podcast. Yeah. Strange boy pouring beer in his face. Yeah, we took a lot of pictures with strangers there. Remember yeah. the guy who was wearing a Ladanian Tomlinson jersey yes. in twenty fucking twenty sixteen? You told him that you were a Chargers fan so that you could take a picture with them just so that you could have the picture to make fun of them on social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Technically not a lot. I think that was your idea though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You were I'm like, massive. Oh, you should get a picture with him and then make fun of him. This <laughs> is like This is how fucking Classic internet people think. <laughs> yeah. Um it, but that's technically not a lie. I actually am a Chargers fan. Oh, shut up. I'm, uh, <laughs> you might not know this about me. Do you know that I really like Philip Rivers? Yes, I do. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Philip Rivers is fucking awesome. He's so fucking good. Hall of Famer. Uh, better than Eli Manning. If we had to discuss sports on this podcast, I think that most of my takes would be Philip Rivers related. Uh, today is Monday, so that means that people are pissed. People are ticked. So last week, it seems like we have pretty good luck um, in terms of timing, but last week we did It's Monday and People Are Pissed, and then the next day, uh, the whole Pepsi thing happened. Oh, yeah. And people were really pissed about the Pepsi thing. Yes. Uh, they should be. Uh, not a great look. Uh, a great example of someone came up with this idea, then said it out loud, then showed it to other people, then other people said, Signed off on it. Let's do this. Then... They 
then a major fucking corporation invested millions of dollars into making it happen. And a celebrity was like, yeah, this sounds like a good idea. So uh, Kendall Jenner's participation... This That's a knock least on. surprising, right? Part. Exactly. <laughs> not a knock on her. Just not. I'm not surprised right. that she would ba- that a celebrity would back their way in or would find themselves in a woefully insensitive commercial. Yes. I thought that I thought that SNL did a really they did a great job. With did that. a really really good job where they basically pointed out the fact that what you just said that yeah. like this went through channels and yeah. everybody said yes to it. When it clearly should have been like once it was said out loud, you go, eh, probably yeah, not the best idea. Right. It's you catch yourself as you articulate it, yeah. whether it's when you're writing it down, whether um, when you're saying it to somebody. The SNL thing, it was just they're about to shoot it. Guy gets a call from his sister and just he's, he's like, oh, I'm about to, to shoot her. a commercial. Yeah. Oh, no, it's for Pepsi. Well, so, all right, picture a Black Lives Matter protest. Oh. <laughs> oh. Don't touch it. Okay. Yeah, right. So he's just asking to speak to. He was like, "Could you put your husband on the phone? Do you have any black neighbors you could put on the yeah. phone?" And it's just him being told right as soon as he starts to explain, like that's a fucking terrible idea. Yes. Don't do that. Um, that, and then like towards the end of it, it's just like uh, I, he just like basically oh uh, plainly puts it that like. Eh. We're using Black Lives Matter to sell Pepsi, and and Kendall, Kendall Jenner was like, "It's cute, it's cute, I love it, right? It's <laughs> yeah. cute." Uh, I've got a sports. It's Monday, and people are pissed. Oh, okay. Uh, Jack Eichel is pissed. So what Jack Eichel was tenth in the league in points per game last night. Friend of the podcast, Leon Dreisaitl, had two points for the Oilers. Putting him in tenth, knocking Jack Eichel down to eleven. Jack Eichel has a two million dollar bonus if he finishes (laughs) finishes top top ten. He missed out on that bonus by zero point zero one points. Oh, that's so shitty. (laughs) Drysaddle has point nine four points a game. Eichel has point nine three. That is the worst. That is fucking... Sa- I, he didn't do it on purpose, but that is fucking savage on Dreisaitl's <laughs> part. Cucking the fuck out of him. I like the... Two million dollars yep. on the table? Now fuck. Jack Eichel has to give two million dollars to Leon Dre- I wish that's how it worked <laughs> out. If you miss out on that bonus, you gotta give it to the fucking guy who took it from you. You gotta look him dead in the eye, write a fucking check that for sucks. two million dollars to Leon Dreisaitl. Put whatever you want in the memo. You, you just put failure in the memo. That's that blows. Tough, tough break. Tough uh, break for Jack Eichel. Our guy, uh, our guy, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in back the news. in the news. Back in the news. Uh, so last we checked in with Cuba Gooding Jr., he was lifting up skirts, um, <laughs> as one does. Yep. Uh, and now he's reacting to lifting up. He's reacting to the outrage from him lifting up a skirt. And wouldn't you know it? Not the best response no? from him, no. Uh, so this is the quote. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. has responded to the infamous skirt lift that has sent social media into a frenzy. Uh, so here's his quote. I have two sons in college, and I say to them, guys, the internet, it's a beast. It's an information highway without regulation. Any image you put out there can be interpreted any way it wants to. <laughs> the goddamn and, cameras that captured me lifting up a girl's skirt said, is that what he's getting at said, i said to my sons again i said the only thing you can do is represent your moral compass and who you are because images are going to be out there without your control so continue standing in your integrity 
So Didn't like, answer the question, pal. He <laughs> <laughs> said, I love the lady that is Sarah Paulson. We have a banter like brother and sister, which is how the spirit of that whole panel was. Yet that image was taking, taking up, taken out to represent some kind of sexual misconduct, and that wasn't my intent. Dude, if you've seen that video, it is so clearly like, we're kind of roughhousing a little bit. We're doing some crazy stuff. Wait, can I get... Let's see if I can get away with this. That's exactly what he was going for. And he said, uh, the first person when I heard about the fervor... Uh, I called Sarah and said, I love you. I see you as my sister. And she said, I feel the same way about you. He added, and so I let it go. She said, I feel the same way about you. I feel that we have a brotherly and sisterly relationship. And I do not and want I my brother that that to that is how be. we should be yeah. behaving. And I feel I, that made me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Cuba, why'd you do it? Right. So if I you, said, apology you, accepted. Right. <laughs> if you agree... Like, if you say I have a brother and sister relationship with somebody, probably shouldn't be pulling up your sister's skirt in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. It's uh, it's not normal conduct. I grew up with sisters, gotta say. Never done it. Bean Clan wasn't (laughs) running around doing that. It's like, hey, who are those? Who's that boy that's running around? I I can't even make a joke about this. I'm so fucking weirded out by it. You don't fucking do that to your sister. You don't do that to anybody who's not your significant other. You don't even do it to your significant other. In the privacy of your own fucking home, (laughs) sir. Jesus. What an asshole. I I love it. Uh, Randy and I got into a little uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. gif off the other Ooh. day. Yeah. He said something about, he was like, I hate the Patriots. Like, fuck you, DJ, or something. <laughs> so I just tweeted him back uh, just a gif of Cuba Gooding Jr. And then he sent one back. Before you know it, everyone's fucking people were jumping in, sending us <laughs> gifts of Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm going to do it right now. Hold on. Get in there, Pete. Let's... uh. Cuba. You need to make a gif of him lifting up a skirt. Gooding. Jesus. Junior. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, this one. I'm going to do at Randy Havens. And it's been sent. <laughs> nice. Um, so we know that we did a Chain Smokers episode recently. As recently as... Like, Friday. Some would say our most recent episode was a Chainsmokers <laughs> episode. But we talked so much about the Chainsmokers yesterday that we realized we've not yet emptied the tank. Well, there's also... There was a there's article, new content. There was also... Uh, the Ringer put out an article that was really, really awesome on the Chainsmokers. And it's called, uh, The Chainsmokers are legit now, comma, and also boring. Right. Which is a very intriguing headline. So the gist of it is uh, the Chainsmokers had always said, um, they always say something, because those boys can talk. Uh, They had always said, we're not going to put out an album. So here's the direct quote. Uh, So this is wild. Um, Just search for the word insatiable. Was that it? Yes. Yes. That's it. Uh, All right. So... um, Oh, uh, last year they threatened to never make a full album unless fan demand became insatiable. <laughs> but here did, we are. Did we get there? It was the demand for a Chainsmokers album insatiable? Everyone's favorite brunch uh, recurring thing is it's Monday and the taste for or the and the demand for a Chainsmokers album is insatiable. <laughs> We're always talking about. How people are just going nuts without that Chainsmokers album. What do we do? Oh, Trump's been elected. Ah, shit. There's no Chainsmokers album even. (laughs) Oh, no. People love 
the Chainsmokers so much that they just want a full album. And Chainsmokers gave it to us. Spoiler alert, if you haven't heard Friday's episode, not very good. Uh, they performed on Saturday Night Live this weekend. And um, I would use the word terrible to describe it. It was very bad. Terrible, awkward. It was, uh, it was definitely awkward. That definitely dude, awkward and very uncomfortable. That dude can't... He can't be a, a front man, you know? He's, it can't be about him. He's got to be like the guy who he, I can't tell if he's fat or not that's uh, just kind of hanging out playing with the controllers and synths and stuff. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> Is that guy fat? Off the top of my head? Yeah, I think so. He's, like he's, he's chubby. I think he's like the me to you. He's the big cat to uh, PFT. a PFT commenter where... He's got a little weight on him. He's got a little something to him. Yeah. So... <clears throat> And uh, they, it was just an awkward performance. Uh, they had backup singers. Could have used more of the backup singers, <laughs> yes. less of the... Any guy. other singers? Yeah. Just anybody? He was, see, he's such a bad singer that he was basically whispering his way through the lyrics of that song. Yes. And the range of those songs that he sings are like three notes. Yes. It's just yeah. like one short little thing that... You and, can, also, and also that, like, that, that Paris song... The, it's like three words at a time. Yeah. And then like a little bit of break. It's yeah. Like, We're staying in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> to get away from your parents. So like Ooh. he was he was singing like bad bad three yeah. three word lines at a time. And then having to fill that the in between time with like really awkward moves. Yeah. And it was so uncomfortable. You know what I just realized? Because so you just did the singing for the sake of a conversation thing, yeah. which is when you say, oh, uh, you know that Ariana Grande song? Yeah. Grande song that goes... You have to explain it, yeah. And so like, you're not really singing. Yeah. So you just did that. That's actually what the Chainsmokers guy sounds like. He sounds like he's yes. explaining how a song goes right. to somebody. He's like, oh, uh, you know the song that... Uh, yeah, the Paris, yeah, wait for your parents. Yeah, that's... That's what he does. That's it. That's, he's trying to make a career off that. Yes. And um, he is... <laughs> I, I fucking know. hate it. I know. I, like, I, I don't want to hate on the Chainsmokers because, w- one, I think their music is okay for what it is. Um, but also, I'm a fan of just people making a lot of money off not having a lot of talent. Yeah. Like, good for you if but you can do it. Goals. Snake it. Like, yeah. make it as... If you can do that, all my the power motto, to you. My, my... I would love to do that. I don't have the, all the talent in the world. If I could make a shit ton of money off being pretty mediocre, yeah. I would do it, and I'd be happy about it. My uh, new motto, I hadn't heard this before. Apparently, this is a thing that people have said all the time. They've said it forever. I never fucking heard it, so this maybe explains why, why you got what I am at, at, at this point in my life. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm not complaining about my career or anything. But uh, Michael Smith responded to someone who was like, I work hard every day, and Michael Smith said... Uh, work smart or don't work hard don't work uh don't work hard work smart that's yeah. kind of what the chain smokers do they figured out like they, actually no that doesn't apply to them because they don't they're, they're not smart they're well they were smart they're yeah. now they're not now they they're less on the so. self they you know what selfie shot them to the top dude and, i sent you the cutout uh the cropped thing of the, the selfie wikipedia page <laughs> it's hilarious uh, so I looked that up right after, um, right after, uh, the, the Saturday Night Live performance and there's just their selfie, uh, Wikipedia page is amazing just cause it's, it's, they take it so seriously and it's the worst that obviously that song is like, 
I don't even know. Is it parody? Like now, I'm doubting whether it's parody or not. But just because they take themselves so seriously. No, that was <clears throat> that was clearly. I mean, they were trying to take advantage of yeah. uh, a meme. So thing. here's the here's the the Wikipedia page. The Chainsmokers, composed of Drew Taggart and Alex Powell, had noticed what's their ha- combined penis size? Do you know? Seventeen point nine nine four. That's inches. what they say. Yeah, I can't, you dropped that this weekend, and that's just a. I never heard that before, and that's. Bizarre. Oh bizarre yeah, they move. like they publish uh, what their combined penis size is, and as I said to you this weekend, nothing like a couple of guys letting you know how big in their combined they dick. say their <laughs> yes. dicks are combined. Wild move, but seventeen inches between seventeen point nine four inches between the two of them between a couple if, of fellas. If they're telling the truth, yeah, good for them. Yeah, that's a good situation good for them. Got going on. <laughs> uh, so the chain smokers, composed of Drew Taggart and Alex Pell, had noticed how the word "selfie" had become a trend, and they wanted to take <laughs> advantage of it. They made a demo of a song containing monologue from a female clubber about taking good selfies, <laughs> and like, and the Wikipedia page, there's like a little, you know, that like when they number like the citations. Yeah, there's a citation there. So like they had to cite the fact that they made a demo containing monologue. Wow, my voice. <laughs> um, hungover life. Um, <laughs> Inspiration came from regular club going women that the chain smokers saw on their nights out in New York City. <laughs> so when they were composing the track, they wanted to incorporate the let me take a selfie line in it somehow. The chain smokers described in an interview with the Phoenix oh. New Times. Honestly, selfie is kind of a phenomenon for us. They're fucking. <laughs> They're acting like they made fucking Fuck Sergeant Peppers. Like, how did this come about? I like the idea of these two fucking douchebags sitting down uh, and saying, uh, "Alex, how do we explain? Have you selfie? noticed that? Have you noticed how the word selfie has become a trend? <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do? We should make a. Uh, so we're not screenplay guys yet. We should write a screenplay for uh, about how selfie was made." We should just make a screenplay about the Chainsmokers. Yeah, we should, yeah. Uh, How they write their songs, like they, they oil themselves up yeah. with like something, some sticky some sticky substance, and then they throw a bunch of, throw a bunch of words on a bed, yeah. and they just roll around, and then they, whatever ones stick to their body, they're like, yeah. lyrics! <laughs> we, should make, uh, we should make a video with uh, a script that we tell you all beforehand, like, we've, we've made a script, this is acted, and... We'll position it as like, number one Chainsmokers fans. This is a tribute. Uh, and, and we all, no copyright infringement intended. We lo- all songs belong to the Chainsmokers. Love you, exclamation point. And then it's uh, like I'm sitting there drinking a beer. You walk in and you go, hey, man. And I go, hi, how are you? And you say, have you noticed how the word <laughs> selfie has become a trend? And I'll say, yes, I I hope we can take advantage of it. I've really noticed that on my club going nights that women want to take good selfies. How about we make a track that everybody will like? Trainsmokers definitely don't say track. They say song. Yes. We, let's oh, make, yeah. They don't make songs. They make. <laughs> yeah. or they, they don't make tracks. They, they make. Songs. They make <laughs> films. <laughs> uh, audio films. Yes. Um, well, I hope that I hope to incorporate the "let me take a selfie" line in it somehow. somehow. <laughs> cool, somehow. man. Let's get to work. <laughs> oh God, fuck these guys! Uh, 
they, uh, they also did a great move, which is if you're on stage, you got the party people going, songs bumping, the, the subs are bumping, everyone's having a good time, and you're thinking, how can I take this to the next level? If there happens to be a drum set on stage, here's what you're going to want to do. You're going, and I know it sounds dangerous, but it's a rock and roll move. You just got to go with it. Step up onto the bass drum, stand there for a little bit, and then, how are you going to get down? Jump off. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but hear me out. He did that on both songs. And, I, and on the second, the second time that he did it, there wasn't even like a beat drop or anything. <laughs> he, just, he just did it just to, just to do it. He was like, it's like being in a hot tub where there's no set, like, I'm going to go in there for however long. Just eventually you're like, I know this is enjoyable and cool and everything, but I'm just, I'm just going to get out now. That's kind of <laughs> yes. what he did. So here's, it's basically like he did it the first time. There was a beat drop the first time. And it's basically like telling a funny joke. Uh, and like people laugh and yeah. the people are like, wow, that was cool. Nice jump off the bass drum. Yeah. And people laughed. And, and so he told the joke again yes. when like there was, he definitely should have got out while he could. Yes. Get it while it's hot. Yes. And he, he just did it again. Told uh, the joke again. Speaking of which, here's a little shameless thing. I'm going to throw it there. I wore the same outfit two days in a row <laughs> this weekend. And when I confided in you that I was doing it, I do it all. The time. You responded just do it all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time. If you wear if you wear an outfit and nobody sees you in it and you only wore it for like an hour or two. So that's exactly what happened. I on Saturday, I put on clothes because I thought maybe I'm going to fucking live a life today and no. Um, <laughs> so nobody saw me in it and then I just I completely just acceptable. folded everything, put it all back, wore it the next day. That's completely acceptable. And yeah, I think that if people the only thing that I would worry about there not the embarrassment of somebody being like, hey, you've worn that, is if the clothes are at all, like, worn, you know? I'm yeah, saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the, like, if a the hygiene collar's a little loose, yeah. maybe, like, you got little stinky pits. Yeah, totally, no. Like if that you, is, yeah, right. If you don't... That's if, a capital N, if not it doesn't, okay. If it doesn't stink, then you're all set. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Bruntouchables? We'll remind you on Thursday. Uh, wear the same outfit. A couple days in a row. And don't do it in like, uh, like, oh, man, I stayed with a friend last night kind of way. Just I'm saying, just like, wear I your fucking clothes. Right. And the next day, put those same ones on again. You can wash them. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. All right? New thing. New rule. Wear the same outfit. That's more uh, of a psycho Friday, move. Saturday, and Sunday. It's, you got to put in a lot of work. But I got to be hilarious. So just back to the Chainsmokers. The, the most telling or the, the most accurate part of this Ringer article is where he says, uh, these dudes are best best heard and not seen or quoted or groomed to be bold-faced named stars themselves. Totally. That is 100% true. You want those dudes behind the scenes. You want them to be as mysterious yeah. as possible. Because that's... So they, like, took away their own appeal yeah. by getting... By pulling back the curtain and getting on, on stage themselves. Totally. And, again, we're not knocking their music. I... I was interested in listening to that Chainsmokers album. Like, right. I, I didn't so, love it. I, I don't like that that guy sings, but... I won't say the Chainsmokers good. suck. They're, they're good at what they do. Yes. Uh, but, like, they're easy to make fun of. Yes. Because they got out in front of the fucking curtain. Right. Because they're out doing... Um, they're, they give just fucking really they weird wanna, interviews. They, well, at least one of those guys wants to be a star so badly. Yeah. And it's not working out. I mean, it... Is. I mean, I mean, it is because we're From talking a about him. Standpoint, and he yeah. just performed on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, like hard to knock that. But 
he wants to be like a legit pop star really badly and it's just like he doesn't have the talent in yeah. terms of like vocals doesn't have the term the talent in terms of like stage presence he's not going to be a, a, a pop star based off his own singing talents why is it that um i think the answer is going to be because one of these people might be smart and the other people definitely aren't why is it that Father John Misty and the Chainsmokers both have these kind of very, um, very big, very intriguing uh, sideshows, which is basically them ever speaking. Yes. Um, and in the case of the Chainsmokers, you you kind of it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. It's that's kind of why you pay attention to it. But with Father John Misty, you're like fucking enamored with it. You know, it's if the if Father John Misty says something, it's like a fucking it's like hearing a new song came out. You're so fucking excited to be like, oh yeah, Father John Misty said something. I bet it was nuts. But when the Chainsmokers say something, it's like, oh this. Oh, this but here's the, here's the great. difference. Here's the difference. Uh, Father John Misty is desperate to not be taken seriously. Yes, and Chainsmokers <laughs> right. are desperate to be that's taken a good seriously. Point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I actually read a recent interview with him where he was saying uh, that he wrote pure comedy the album like two years ago and he was like i hate that this is being seen as like uh a cope with trump album he was like you you can definitely use it to cope with trump but he was like i swear this this isn't about trump and i love that that upsets him (laughs) like he fucking hates trump but he's like oh no don't don't make this thing that i poured my fucking life into important to you oh right Whereas the chain smokers are like, listen, guys, we went to fucking Paris, okay? <laughs> that fucking happened. We got we, away from our parents. We were getting away from our parents. No, let me finish. Our parents, okay? <laughs> that's, that's real. That happened to us. It's a fucking life experience. Those fucking guys. 